TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt and our special guest star today, Colton. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to us on the Facebook, which is The Home Team 512. This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And this is like a blast from the past. Colton, welcome back. Yeah, so... This room's gotten, you know, a little smaller over the year, over the days. Uh, is this a mute button right here? How does <laughs> you talking to the microphone? Yeah, just making sure it's all. Yeah, Wyatt is a Wyatt is not here this week. Might not be here next week. So uh, Colton has graciously filled in today, and you know we're excited to have him back. The room's gotten smaller, Colton, because you've been on the you know quarantining and the pandemic, and you've just gotten bigger. Is what it is. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. I gained the uh, quarantine fifteen. The quarantine fifty. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's um. You know, it's it's been an interesting year, and we and it's only day seven. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty one told twenty twenty to hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, it's been an interesting uh, year, you know. And we got through college football. We did. I mean, we did. We got through it. We're 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 into the playoffs mm-hmm. for NFL, which is when you think about where we were in April of 2020 to know that we have made it through the NFL football season and we are into the wild card weekend it's mm-hmm. pretty impressive and there was a bunch of good football this year too <sighs> like there were good games there were great performances it was it was a good year of football in a year that we didn't think we were going to have football at, at all yeah. i mean yeah. it was it was fun to watch. I mean, you had guys like, you know, who was the running back that went just crazy? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry 2, had over 2,000 yards for the year. I mean, that, that's insane. We got to see Tom Brady with a different team for the first time in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I, I'd never seen it with anybody other than New England Patriots. <laughs> and now think. we're seeing a New England Patriots team that was kind of led by Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say full-blown led by Cam mm-hmm. Newton, but it was just a different NFL. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was just different. You know, and there hasn't been a lot of craziness coming from the NFL. And I think it's because sometimes you're when you just move through life, you start to take for granted things that you should appreciate. And mm-hmm. this is with any aspect. Yeah. You know, family. You know, I tease about my kids all the time and people think I don't take them for granted. I really do. But I tease about it. But a lot of people don't. They take their family for granted after mm-hmm. a while and things like that. And, and you know, football players who take 
football for granted. And now all of a sudden they've had this opportunity where it was almost ripped from them. Yeah. And I think that they're enjoying it more. I mean, watching them, watching football is more fun this year it than is. it's been in a while. Because you, cher- you know you cherish it a little yeah. more because there was a moment where you're like, I might not have anything. Yep. I mean, my girlfriend and I, we were like, what are we going to do without college football? Are we going to watch paint dry? What what, what are we going to do? It, it, that's what we do during this time of the year. Yeah. Uh, and to have that ripped away, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's it's up there. Spend time yeah. with your family. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Take those guys yeah. for granted. It was exciting. You know, even though um, the Cowboys just sucked this year and the Texans just sucked this year, nope. um, it was still interesting football. Um you know, uh, Dak Prescott went down. Mm-hmm. You know, the Red Rocket took came along, and and uh, and he, he had flashes of yeah. good goodness. I'm not gonna yeah. say greatness. He had flashes of goodness. Yeah. I mean, he was okay. He was a 500 guy after you know after he was your run of the mill backup yeah. quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he, he was great at TCU. He was a mm-hmm. really good quarterback at TCU, and then. He's just kind of been a backup. Yeah. Uh, who did he play with? The Bengals for a yeah, little bit, right? Cincinnati for a few years. Yeah. Just couldn't just couldn't get him over the hump. And mm-hmm. but he was about a five hundred, which is good because typically, you know, your backup's only gonna be in three or four games a year yep. at the most. You went um, two out of those three yeah, or four, you're yeah. fine. And um, you know, so you know, the the Cowboys now know that the Dak Prescott is important yep. to their team. They they took him for granted. We're talking about <laughs> taking things for granted. They took him for granted because this guy was on pace to have oh, yeah, an greatest year ever. Insane year. Whenever he went down. Two weeks later, there were still starting quarterbacks in the NFL who hadn't passed his yardage. Yeah. That's insane. The The team ended up in the top seven, I think, for mm-hmm. the year, and they had a horrible offense. And that's because the first five games were so good yeah. that it offset the last 11. Well, when was the last time we saw the Washington football team win the division? That's <laughs> been a while. With a 7-9 and nine record. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's... Yeah. That was a yeah. bad, bad division. Yes, That was. was an was. awful division. The Eagles, yeah. no good. I guess we can't call them the Redskins. The football team was no good, and the Cowboys obviously are <laughs> awful. But uh, and the Giants, they were you know they were even worse, but not all at the same time. Maybe the Cowboys when it mattered, <laughs> they, they were like, you know what, we just don't want to see y'all win this division, so we're gonna go ahead and beat you on the last game yeah. of the year. Yeah. <laughs> We've won three games all year. Let's see if we can just let's see if we can just make see your if day we can bad. get it an even number. We don't like the odd <laughs> numbers. Four sounds better. Yeah, you know, so it's really what comes next for the Cowboys. Um, you know, uh, Jerry Jones is on record as saying mm-hmm. that Dak Prescott holds. Holds all the cards. What does that mean, though? <laughs> to me, it means he's getting rid of them. Yeah. Because <laughs> every time Dax come out and gives someone a public support, he's gotten rid of them. What did um, you think of the, uh, I mean, it was a weird year, but the new the new coach for the Cowboys, it was his first year. You know, they... It's hard to gauge, I feel it's like. It's hard to gauge. No Your star OTAs, quarterback goes yeah. down. It's a weird year. It's... Yeah. You know, it's... it's hard a, to say so. New changes, new philosophy. I mean, the Longhorns went through the same thing, you yeah. know, um, but... Just like with the Longhorn defense, just like with the Cowboy defense, mm-hmm. um, I saw a lot of development in the there last. Was growth. Yes, in the last month. I mean, they were giving up. They were on pace to be the worst defense in the history of the NFL in the first five weeks, yeah. and then, and then the next thing you know, they started winning games twenty to you know seventeen. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, yeah, no, they they were losing games like fifty-two to fifty whenever <laughs> Dak was there because the defense was yeah. just so bad. Do you think they were scoring too rapidly? No. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe the Cowboys were scoring too rapidly and the defense didn't have a break. So that's maybe what it was. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, if you remember the first few games, though, the Cowboys <laughs> were down by like 30. Yeah, and Dak <laughs> had to make comebacks, historic comebacks. Yeah, so, I, you know, you know, so we'll see. I, I, I'm afraid that there's just no information, in you my know, opinion. You're just going to have to run next year and see what you got. You know who else we saw this year? Mm-hmm. We saw Des Bryant. 
Right. Des Bryant came back, and I think he scored two or three touchdowns yeah. on the year. That was kind of cool to see. I mean, it wasn't with the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, I'm still to this day, he caught the dang ball. <laughs> it was supposed to be a touchdown. Cowboys supposed to go to – but, you know, I'm a Des fan. He, he was kind of arrogant, but which wide receiver isn't right. arrogant? That's kind of part of the mentality of a wide receiver, but it was cool to see him come back. Yeah. You know, and I liked him too, one, because he was for my team, but he was his arrogance was about his – The team. The team. It he, wasn't you know, get me yeah, the ball. It yes. was get the right person yeah, the ball. Yeah, like it, yeah. yeah. He was like, let's win. I want to win. Because well, you had those T.O. kind yeah. of players that if he only had two catches, he was – yeah, furious because he's the guy. So yeah, and that's the difference. Um, and I liked him. I enjoyed him. You know, the Texans they they've picked a general manager. So um, we'll see. I, I honestly I don't anything I don't have, better than Bill O'Brien. I don't yeah. have any hope for the Texans or the no. Cowboys next year. I'm sorry no. if you're if you're a fan out there and and you're you're wanting something to get you through the off season. I got nothing for you. I mean, who do you think's gonna who do you think's gonna come out on top this year with the playoffs and everything in the NFL? You know, I mean, it's it's definitely looking like um, the Packers and mm-hmm. the Saints will be in the NFC Championship. I, as far as the AFC, man, um, who knows? I mean, the Browns snuck their way. The Browns into the playoffs. are in; they're looking good. If they get through, if they get through Pittsburgh this weekend, and they're playing a Pittsburgh can- team that's lost three of their last four, correct? Yeah, and Kansas City's playing well, but they're not playing like they played last no. year. You know, so I think they might have. They were up. They were. I mean, they kind of guaranteed themselves a playoff spot, and I think they might have taken their foot off the gas. Maybe. Maybe kind of rested Patrick up a little bit, see what he can. Yep. You know, that's something the Cowboys would do. Minutes. That's yeah. something the Cowboys would do. Cowboys did secure a top ten pick, though. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the tanking? <laughs> Who was it that tanked the, the other day? The Je- oh my goodness, that and, was. And I don't know why they tanked because they weren't getting the first draft. The Jags had already locked that that's up. That's what so. I'm saying. I was just like, guys, oh. this is not. And you Not. just can't do it that obvious. It's okay to no, call it. It was the play. Eagles. They took Hurts out. Did you see that? Oh, yes. I said Jets. And, and they the put Eagles. their third string or something. Oh, that was, yep. wow. <laughs> you even put wins back in. Yeah. You've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Colton. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call at 855-299-HOME, and we'll see you in just a minute. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Talk 1370, The Right Choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Colton. Welcome back. The prodigal son has returned. Oh, my goodness. The prodigal son. (laughs) If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loans from Troy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. You can always give us a comment on the Facebook, which is the Home Team 512. 
And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. I see that you're still calling it the Facebook. The Facebook. Nothing's changed. Right. Okay, good. Right. Yes, it's the Facebook. Yeah. So, uh, yes, Wyatt, and Wyatt, you know, we miss Wyatt, but he'll be back, you know, but he really Don't need to say his line on the World Wide Web. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, and, um, you know, being... Being in real estate in the mortgage—that's what we're we're here to talk about real estate because yep. it, it's a big topic right now. Um, and I want to throw out a fact, and then we'll just kind of go from there. On there, on December thirtieth of twenty twenty, there was not one home, one resale home, which is a used home, not a new one, mm-hmm. one resale home available on the mortgage loan servicing, which is the MLS, is where you find them. Yep. For the entire city of Cedar Park. That's crazy. There was not a home for sale in Cedar Park on December 30th. Well, I'd say that's crazy because it's a crazy stat, but I don't find it surprising. It, it, it is, uh, my girlfriend and I are looking for homes right mm-hmm. now. We've looked in Cedar Park, Leander, mm-hmm. Hutto, Round Rock, all sorts of areas. And there's times you'll look on Zillow or Realtor or something like that, and there's no homes in our price range at all. So we just keep looking. Like, We've gone and looked at four or five houses, made offers on a few here and there. But it, like you said, like you've told me before, like you just got to be persistent mm-hmm. and have fun with the process. And mm-hmm. it's it's been fun, but it, yeah. it's it's it, stressful at the same time for sure. It, it can be stressful. Um, and that's the thing is that you know homes are so important mm-hmm. right now for people to own because most people in America cannot save money and i'm not saying that they just can't yeah they've just they live to their expenses and things like that by buying a home with an annual appreciation of 13 percent right now um they're saving money and Mm -hmm. when they sell that home they can reset their life well especially right now it's a seller's market yeah you're not gonna have any kind of problem selling your home Mm -hmm. and i kind of foresee that within the distant future i don't don't see it changing a whole lot you're you're always gonna be able to sell your home especially with all this stuff coming to austin there's major companies coming to Austin on a daily basis. I mean, you have Apple coming in. You have Steve Jobs, or not Steve Jobs, uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk moving here. It's Austin's kind of big time now. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of become this big time yeah. city. And it, I mean, you personally can speak to it. Whenever you were younger, this was mm-hmm. not. Oh no, this was not Austin at all. You, no, you had land and all sorts yeah. of stuff. Now, now there's yeah. buildings building on top of buildings. It's becoming crazy. You know the the nightclubs on Sixth Street. Um, they would change. Uh, during the summer because they just couldn't survive the, mm-hmm. the, the summer because the school, the college was out. Now they're surviving through pandemics. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, and they just, they couldn't make the three months with the reduced, you know, amount of customers. Mm-hmm. Well now, you know, I mean, you know, it's just amazing at that, how different it's I'll changed. What, That's the, how much it's changed. The good thing about the pandemic is that now in Texas, you can, uh, have to go alcohol. Right. So now yeah. it's, yeah. as long as that closed container, you're good. It's just like Louisiana back in the day. <laughs> We're good. Pretty soon they'll be selling it right there at the convenience exactly. store. It'll be perfectly fine. Uh, you know, and so, on the the homes, one of the things is that, you know, so when the resale market became very tight, what happened was is that people were like, well, let's just go build a home. I can build a home six months or so, kind of have what I want, price range I want, things like that. And so that was working. Well, when the pandemic happened in China and other countries and part of America slowed down mm-hmm. for, um, you know, 90 to 120 days, they were shut down or things like that. Um the there's a backlog. Mm-hmm. So now homes that were taking six, seven months were taking a year to build. Yep. Homes that were taking a year to build are taking a year and a half to build because of the back order. And so now the builders 
are kind of stuck because they can't just arbitrarily raise the price because it won't appraise. So they have to keep it. They can only shove it up slowly Mm -hmm. within the appraisal amount. And so, um, so the, so what they're doing is now they're, they're literally like having you sign up on a checklist and give a deposit and Mm -hmm. then they'll decide if you qualify, if you, if they're going to let you buy one of their, their new builds. We went and looked at a new build the other day and I mean, they're popping up like crazy, but you're going to have to wait a while. Yeah. And like, these new builds we're looking at that are in our price range are like 1,200 square feet, three bedroom, two bathrooms where you kind of got to squeeze into that third bedroom and you're just like, I don't know. It, but they're still going for so much because mm-hmm. they're in such high demand. Mm-hmm. So I get it. And on that, that's the house I grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that was 39000 back in the 70s, just so you know. I would <laughs> gladly take it for 39000 right now. A 1,200 square foot house was 39000 back in the 70s, and I know that for a fact. Which is crazy now that it's... You know, two forty, two fifty, two sixties. Like it's, it, it really does. Because you can't, you can't buy a house anywhere near downtown. Like all those really nice mm-hmm. old houses. I love the old houses. Mm-hmm. Like in those developed neighborhoods, those are going for a million now, just because mm-hmm. of the land that they're on right. and their distance to downtown and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's, they're a high commodity. Yeah, they're they're nine hundred square foot homes going for one point three million. Yeah, on because- like on like point <laughs> one acres or something like just something so small. Yeah, and, and, you know, and that's and that's the you know so that's the part is that because of this, it's it's people need some. In my opinion, they need they need someone to keep them going. Yep. Because buying a house right now is really important. Because I, you know, at first I don't know a year and a half ago I was kind of hard to accept this, but I foresee Austin now as San Francisco mm-hmm. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And so the average sales price in this area is going to be a million dollars pretty soon. Which um, is insane to think of. You know, these new builds, these, you know, 2,000 plus square foot new builds are a half million. Mm-hmm. That's the base price. Well, and you're having to look, you're not even able to look in Austin anymore. Right. Like, you're having to look into the Huddos and the Round Rocks, Leanders. I mean, you're moving out to Leander mm-hmm. within the next year or so. Yeah. And which is not that you can't afford in Austin, but you don't want to be in right. Austin. Like it, it, being inside of Austin, you do want to be in Austin. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's amazing. But at the same time, it's hard to get into actual mm-hmm. Austin. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so as a, as a consumer in this market, you know, you, you need perseverance mm-hmm. because, you know, you're going to kind of get told no. Yeah. You know, what have you done? Four offers so far? I think four offers. Yeah. yeah. And it's, the only thing that's really getting us right now is cash. Mm-hmm. The cash offers. I mean, we're making good offers, you know, ten to fifteen over asking, and it's it's and, just not back in the day, like yeah, two or three years ago. Yeah. Ten, fifteen over is probably getting you the house. Oh yeah. No, like, it was especially sure. with the clauses you add in there and yeah. stuff like that. You're probably getting the home yeah. and you're pretty confident about it. Now you're just like, oh, I don't know, maybe we should have gone twenty over. I don't <laughs> will it appraise. Like you just gotta have yeah. I never thought you'd have to think about so much stuff going into buying a house, but you do. Mm-hmm. And it it's kind of made me learn a lot because I knew I'm in the mortgage business with y'all, so I know stuff like that, but it's, it's so much deeper than that. It is completely different being on the buyer side. Yeah. And I like it when our, our employees actually buy a home because mm-hmm. they, you know, sometimes you just, you just don't realize what they're going through. Yeah. And so, or sometimes you've just kind of forgotten what it is. So, you know, hopping back on that buyer side, you know, definitely helps you provide better service to your clients now. It's like taking things for granted. Yeah. Once you buy that house, you kind of feel for the bar- <laughs> the borrowers in the future. That's right. You can relate. You know, yeah. You know, and one of the things that definitely helps is, um, being there's a there's a, the state of Texas is very specific on their pre-approval pre-qualification letters. Okay, so a pre-qualification letter means someone like myself, 
um, has looked at your credit, mm-hmm. maybe looked at your income, and determined if you could buy a home. Yep. Whereas a pre- and for the amount that you right. can buy the home. Yeah, and you know, and the pre-approval letter mm-hmm. is different because that means that this file has been through, has been seen and worked by an underwriter, and they have determined that your income and your assets and your credit are okay. worthy of purchasing at that price. Yep. And that is really important because it's it's as good as cash. Mm-hmm. But it still takes about 30 days, whereas cash you can close in a couple of weeks. That's yeah. the only difference between a pre-approval letter and a, and a cash offer. And I mean, how how far ahead does it put you to have that pre-approval letter when going into buying a home? You know, um, four or five months ago, way ahead because yeah. no one was doing it. Now it's being done a lot more, mm-hmm. um, you know, so but it helps a lot. It definitely helps. But if all things are considered equal, you've given 15 over, he's given 15 over, you're asking for the same amount of closing. But he, if you have that pre-approval right. and they don't. They have a pre-qual letter, you have a pre-approval, you're getting that deal. Yeah. And that's, you just, like I said, you just got to give yourself every advantage, you know, uh, write your letter, you know, you know, you can't really send a picture, but write a letter about, you know. My blind dog really needs a new home. <laughs> yeah, it's She's tough for you. Last letter. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'm just a young kid, and my dad says I better buy a house now. Yeah, <laughs> Please he told help me, me I need to invest in one, so here I am. Yeah, you know, and so that's really important. And, and you know, trusting the professional you're working with is mm-hmm. also important. I see, I see so many people, you know, that are like, oh, you know, I'm gonna make an offer on this. What the? What'd your realtor say? Oh, I didn't ask them. Yeah. I go, maybe you should talk to your realtor before you decide on the offer because what they offer, they they advise you to offer is probably the right number. And we have a really good realtor too. I mean, she's finding houses left and right for us whenever we don't even know there's houses available. Mm-hmm. And like she knows what she's talking about. And like you're saying, talk to a professional like mm-hmm. you, the realtor, make sure you have the right one that's, you know, that you trust mm-hmm. doing it. And it, all that stuff adds up because you want to mm-hmm. feel comfortable buying your house. Yeah. You don't want to feel like there's something that you're missing. Yes, most definitely. And, you know, and, and you know, sometimes I feel that people feel like they're going to be stuck in the home that, you know, mm-hmm. but there, with the way things work now, you get your warranty, you know, with the quality, with everything going on, you can, whatever, as long as it's not a foundation issue, you can take care of everything that comes up yep. pretty easy mm-hmm. and, and move forward with confidence, you know, but you have to be, you have to persevere. It's just yeah. like, it's just like what I said earlier. Anything worth having is you have to work for. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. Yes, and that's anything in life. You know, so obviously right now a home is worth having because it's very difficult to work for. Yeah. And you again, you have a lot of people moving in. I mean, Tesla's bringing 5,000 jobs. Mm. So there's that not... a soccer stadium. Yes. I mean, it, there, there's so much stuff going mm-hmm. over here. My girlfriend and I were going down Burnett the other day, and it, you're just like staring, staring at this stadium. You're like, dang, that's right in the middle of... Austin, like mm-hmm. it's beautiful, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is starting to look very, and I'm not a soccer guy, and it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm yeah. gonna go to a few games if we're allowed to. Yeah, but, and also the going back to homes. If you don't like it, just sell it. <laughs> just sell it. It's just, a seller's market. You're just, fine. Just, just keep it for six months. It's worth <laughs> it's worth three grand more. Six right, grand, exactly. six grand, eight ten grand. You've gained you, you ten profit grand. Profit off yeah. of it. You're fine. Yeah, just sell it. You know, um, just turn it into a rental. Somebody's got to live there for a while. You know me. I'm like, you buy yeah. a home, you live in it for a couple of years, and then you turn it into a rental and do it all over again. And yep. you keep doing that, and keep doing that, and keep doing that. And the next thing you know, you'll have ten homes. You'll be they'll be paying all the mortgages, and you'll be yeah, they're paying for themselves, and then some at a certain mm-hmm. at, at, at a certain point, you're not having to pay that mortgage anymore. And the, the mortgage is paying for itself and paying you. Absolutely. So it's, that's the goal of it all. Perfect retirement is to have a second home paying for your the home you're living in. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you've been listening to Troy and Colton with the home team. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, please give us a comment at the Facebook, which is the home team 512. And we'll see you in just a minute. The news cycle changes often. Turn us on throughout the day to keep up. They keep me connected. You're on Austin's Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com. You can give us a call at 855-299-HOME, and you can also stop by the Facebook, which is The Home Team 512, and leave us a message. This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And you know, Colton, <clears throat> first of all, Wyatt, we want to say we miss him. We'll see him a couple weeks. He's just not going to be here. I know. Wyatt pops his head in every once in a while at the office, and it's always good to see him. So I mm-hmm. um, thought yep. he was going to be here today. Yep. And um, But this is this is the fun one, and this is going to be kind of a, a, a unique one. I, we have concentrated so much over the last year or so about expenses, mm. right, and basic retirement concepts. And so I would like to think that people, if they've been listening to us a long time, they've Cut down their expenses, and they've invested in things like that. So, you know, um, and now we have to think. So the you know the elections are over, the Senate is a complete fifty fifty. So that means that any ties are settled by the vice president. Mm. So the tie goes to the vice president. So, um, so that means that currently one party owns all three branches: mm. the the House, the Senate, and the presidency. So when that happens, you can get a lot of things done, good or bad. Mm. You know, you can get a lot of things moved through that. And that's typically, and this happens every few years. Um, and then, you know, what happens is, is that there's such a big swing is that it changes. So, so for the next, this year and next year, for sure, you, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes. And one of the things is that um, it probably means that our taxes are going to change dramatically. Positive or negative? Um, well, you know, just depends on how you want to look at it. You're just like, yes. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so they're going to restructure. Well, you don't know what they're going to do, but yeah. more than likely they're going to restructure the tax brackets again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we used to have like 10 and then, you know, the last administration cut it down to, you know, six. And then they also reduced, removed a lot of the uh, exemptions and things like that. So people were paying more, but were or were paying less, but were being able to deduct less. So mm-hmm. it, it, it yeah. It was a wash, you know. Um, it balanced out. In the it, end. it balanced. It always does. Yeah. In the end. Uh, but one of the things that they're going to do, and one of the things we've talked about, is the stock market. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe highly that you know you should be investing your money in your four hundred one k, max out your four hundred one k. You know, first thing, buy a home, max out your four hundred one k, and then you know get rid of some debt. Yeah, but well, buy a home, pay off your debt, max out your four hundred one k, and then once that happens, start investing. Right. Always, you should always be investing twenty percent of your net every single month and leave it until you retire. I mean, it's just if you do that by the time when you're twenty four, by the time you're sixty, you will retire with more money than you know what to do with. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty percent of your net and you never touch it. Yep. You live on eighty percent of your net, plain and simple. Um, and uh, you know, I hear all this all the time. I can't. I can't. Oh, yes, you can. You can. You yeah, can. You can. You, can. You, you know, if you really set your mind to it, you don't need McDonald's every other day. Yeah. You don't need to eat out. Like I used to think it costed like groceries, right? You go to the grocery store and you spend $150, mm-hmm. which seems at the moment a lot. But if you eat out four times with two people, 
That's like two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> you're feeding yourself for two weeks off of your groceries. I mean, if yeah. you're doing it correctly, yeah. but I mean, it's yeah. You've always told me that, and I'm just like, okay, I, I see it now. Yeah, you know, and it's like you know, I'm having this conversation about you know cutting back, and you know, we're sitting in Starbucks, yeah, and we're, and we're drinking a six dollar coffee, and they tell me they just can't live on eighty percent of the net. You can't. Like Trust you could me, have you got a water here. Yeah. It was like that one time when we were talking with Wyatt about, you know, about, you know, a, a vehicle. He's like, well, how are you supposed to do that? I said, you just buy a $2,000 cash car and you drive it for, you know, a year, year and a half before it just falls apart. No. You know, and he looked at me like, I ain't doing that. Yeah. You know, but so you can. It can be done. Just give and take. Yeah. You, know? you, you, have, know? you have to be able, if you want that extra money, mm-hmm. if you want it, you will have it. Right. You you can make yourself have that extra money by yeah. saving. Yeah. If, if retiring with more money than you know what to do with is the most important thing. You can do this. Yeah. You know, it's the, it, but you know, if that's not, then it's not. And that's your choice. Mm-hmm. You know, but I would like to think that a lot of people have done that. So, you know, one of the things they have to understand is that capital gains tax can go up. So right now, it's currently 15% if your income is less than a half a million, and it's 20% if your income is a half a million or more. Okay. Okay. So they're about to jump it to 25%. If you're above half a million or no, more. No, no, no. If your income your income is less than a half a million. So it's jumping up 10%. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's capital gain. So that means... That's a significant jump. That's almost twice as much. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, so if you sell your stock and you make a profit on it, you're going to pay 25% tax. Oh, wow. So, so um, that's why you just hang on to those stocks through until, this until through, it gets changed again. <laughs> yes. You know, timing is very important on when to sell and yeah. things like that. Um, Buy low, sell high. And homes. Homes. If you own rental homes, that is a capital gains. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, 15% or 25%. So, so any kind of capital yeah. you get off of some form of investment. An is asset sale. Yes, an asset sale. Yeah, okay. that's a capital gain. Is that? Gotcha. So, you know, you know, selling your home is, you know, last year was a 15%, you know, capital gains mm-hmm. tax. Now it's 25%. Okay. Um, so those are the things that you need to understand. So, you know, if you're planning on selling your real estate investment, not your primary residence, because you're allowed to live in that and not you know, pay capital gains on that. But if you're yeah. planning on selling your real, it may be best to sell it, you know, in two years from now, you know, just depending on the taxes, you know, but it, you know, again, you're only paying on profits. So it's not like yeah. they're taking, you know, not like you're losing money or something like that. You're paying on profit. So losing that's all. It all. Yeah. And it's just a profit. If you bought it for a hundred and you sold it for 200, you're paying tax on, on the hundred gain. Yeah. You're not paying on the whole 200. I remember the first time I sold you know, a home, you know, several years ago, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to, I sold this thing for 300,000, 350. I'm going to have to pay taxes on the whole 350. What have I done? <laughs> it was funny. Um, you know, so, you know, understanding that. So, and the taxes are out there. Um, it does look like that's going to happen. Uh, I would assume, say, I don't think it's going to get too crazy uh, because it's a 50-50 split as far as the, um, the house or the Senate is. So I don't think that, you know, the, the tax is going to go just this dramatically crazy that they were talking about because I just don't think all of the Democrats would be on board with that. Um, you know, so that's why I think we're going to be, you know, and people are very concerned, you know, one side's very concerned that, you know, they're all of these, it's, it, the, the 50-50 is good because it, it's very balanced. So mm-hmm. at that point, all you need to do is swing one person. Yep. And the whole thing changes. So, you know, that's good for both sides, in my opinion, for both sides. You know, that's, I think we have a chance to get something done because before it was 5240, you had to swing four people, you know, at least three. Um, and so, so things were very one sided. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the house is, you know, 50 more, you know, the Senate was, you know, four more. So everything was one sided. There was no real give or take. Now that we've got a 50 50, we, we have the opportunity for give or take. So you need to be paying attention to these things. So when you see, 
the tax code come out, you need to look at it. You know, you need to get with your well, accountant. What kind of things do you need to look at whenever you know, you're on? I obviously look with a professional, like you're saying, your mm-hmm, accountant and stuff, mm-hmm. but you as that individual just mm-hmm. receiving that, what do you need to look for on it? You definitely want to understand the capital gains tax if mm-hmm. you're, it's, and how that affects you buying or selling stocks yep. or homes. You definitely need to understand that because, you know, right, if it goes up, like you said, it may be, if it's a good stock, it may be worth just holding it for a couple of years as opposed to paying the taxes on yep. it. You just never know. You definitely want to that. You also want to watch the tax brackets um, just to see where you're at so you can kind of under, get an idea yep. of what you're going to be paying throughout the year so you can adjust because like I said, you 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 live on you you save twenty percent of your net. Mm-hmm. So you live on eighty percent of your net. So if your taxes monthly are going to go up your, your net is going to be less. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So you want to understand, oh, it looks like I'm going to be bringing, you know, if I make the it's same. going I'm, up here, so it needs to go down over here. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it. you know, I'm, I'm making the same amount of money, but I'm going to pay, you know, a thousand more dollars a month in taxes. So I need to adjust my life a thousand dollars less. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things because you may look and up. And that's over a year, a thousand dollars in a year. Correct. Like yeah. You know, it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, you just never know. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, you need to look at that. You need to understand these. Just go ahead and make the adjustments to your budget now. Yeah. And a thousand, like you're saying, if a thousand goes up in taxes, you need to deduct a thousand from like your actual life. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot, but it's less than a hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Like that's not it's that yeah. much. Like yeah. it's still something, but it's not that hard. Yes, when Wine and I did our twenty ways to save money, we we could save you like six thousand dollars on silly things. Yeah, a hundred bucks a month is just some auto accounts that you are not using. Yeah, I mean, how many how many movie or uh, music things do you have auto subscribed to right now? Uh. Well, I'm still kind of bumming off of my uh, college free Apple music. Hopefully the government doesn't hear that. Let me knock on some wood. But yeah, no. I, so I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You're, you're subscribed to these little yep. things here and there that you just don't even realize that you're subscribed to them. Yeah, you hopped into Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness has been closed for, what, eight months, you know, and you're still paying 20 bucks a no. month, you know, things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you, you could just go through your auto subscriptions and probably save a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. You know, definitely, you know. All you got to do is cut out what twenty coffees a month, and yeah. you're good. <laughs> well, I mean, the amount people will pay for that coffee at Starbucks too. McDonald's Ooh. coffee is better, anyways. You know, I like it better. I don't know if it's. Better. I'm very pro McDonald's it, coffee. I love the cost. The cost makes it. The cost make- makes it taste <laughs> a lot better. Yeah, the McCafe. Yeah, the McCafe. It's good. <laughs> don't hate on it. Uh, you know, but but you know, honestly, the coffee at my house is pretty good. That's what I'm saying. If you brew it up right, you can do your own little Starbucks at home. Wait, I got a frother for Christmas. Let's say you only got to buy a frother one time. Yep. So unless you put cinnamon in it and then just mess it all up like you do at the (laughs) office. But regardless, it'll last. That saves me $6.12 five days a week. That's didn't you, you know, say the other day? Thirty something dollars a month. You don't even drink coffee without froth anymore, right? You've gotten really bougie. Yes, you know, but that's not my fault. Somebody bought a frother for the office, and now I froth. This is the same guy, everybody, that used to have me put Gatorade powder <laughs> in our recycled Gatorade bottles with tap water for baseball games. Hey, it was filtered. Now he can't have it without froth. Came from the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, don't think, don't think this next batch of children coming up ain't going to be doing the recycled. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 No, I, I still remember washing. Uh, bottles in our dishwasher hey it worked it's it, do you realize how much money because back then gatorade was expensive it's it like a dollar 99 for a quart back then now it it's now it's same. like 75 yep oh you you hated it but I it did. was it was very it saved a lot of money as you can tell i'm still yeah. 
still holding on to yep. it. <laughs> and But that's okay because while you were drinking that Gatorade, I was able to expand my retirement account. And that was very important. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> and so you get to pass these these tools on to your generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my kids are about to be drinking a powdered Gatorade without the water. Oh, uh, just, just 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 straight like powder. BC powder. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could definitely see that. So, uh, you know, so basically, just be prepared, everyone. Be looking at what's happening. You just get with your professional if you use a professional, but understand. And if you make the moves now, it's going to save you money and time at the end of the year. What happens is a lot of people look up at the end of the year, and it's too late. They're like, "How can I do it? It's too late." You've been listening to the Home Team with. Troy and Colton. And if you have any questions about anything we've said today, reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, stop by the Facebook and we'll see you in just a minute. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Colton. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And this is the time where what we like to do is we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment, mostly entertainment. And this segment is also, it's brought to you by Security National Mortgage. So if you, have, if you want to purchase or refinance a home, you should give us a call. All right. So this is the fun time. Mm-hmm. That was kind of all over Sports. the place. But you know what? I'm just so excited because I am a Longhorn fan. And and ever since uh, the four overtime loss to OU, I've been a very surviving, apathetic fan. Yep. And now... And then you went to the Alamo Bowl and you saw them just beat down Colorado. KC, KC, KC. So are you fully bought in? I, I'm... You know, I'm I'm always bought in. Yeah, the Kool Aid always <laughs> yeah, tastes good. It, it always tastes, even when it's wrong, it tastes good. Mm-hmm. That's when, yeah, no, it's it was really nice to see him perform the way he did. You know, he came out, he threw for 170 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions against a Colorado team who what were they five and one? Yes, no, like, yes, but it, we it wasn't. We it, didn't know what their five and one yes, was. Of course, but they were still five and one. It's still a five and one team. Pac-12, right? That was Pac-12, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, they're playing somewhat decent competition. Mm-hmm. Pac-12 is no, like, slum yes. of a conference, but we put it on them. I mean, Texas put it on them. Bijan played well. Bijan had a crazy game. I think he had over 200 yards all-purpose, which, I mean, he's a freshman. The kid <laughs> is a freshman. He's 18 years old, and he's doing that. He carried the ball 10 times for 183 yards. Those are like his high school numbers. <laughs> that is, it's, he averaged 17 and a half yards a touch in high school. Yeah. And it's always funny. I always say that now. I try to expand to high school, like all four years in high school. He averaged 24 his yards senior his senior year. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was putting up video game numbers. And it's hard for me to imagine that. And still, watching him do it, yeah. it was so funny. Um, so in the third quarter when Casey Thompson comes in, I thought he was just getting the obligatory, 
you know, here's your drive for the season, you know, because yeah. we want you interested because Sam's leaving. And so he hands the ball off to, to Bijan, and Bijan goes like 80 yards to like the seven, you know, it's like the 20 yard line or something. It was yeah. just, and I'm just like, oh, you know, Casey's so mad. He's like, I get one play, I hand and it to you, and you score you a touchdown. Come really? on. <laughs> you just see Bijan fall down. Yeah. yeah, no. And then we look down at Twitter and we see Sam's out, which yeah. was, you know, it was unfortunate. Yeah. His last game was a longhorn. He didn't get to play the second half, but we got to see the future. Yeah. Uh, everyone likes to talk about Hudson Card mm-hmm. and, you know, Charles Wright coming in from mm-hmm. Austin High and stuff like that. Casey Thompson's, he's waited. Mm-hmm. He's waited patiently. He's pulled, you know, the whole Aaron Rodgers waiting behind mm-hmm. the legacy Longhorn guy. It's Casey's time now, yeah. I think. It's going to be a fun competition because, you know, excellence breeds excellence. Whenever you have two just powerhouse quarterbacks going at because they're both mm-hmm. top three dual threat quarterbacks in their class. Yep. And they're going to go head to head and just compete. It's going to be iron sharpens iron. It's going to be fun. And I want to say, honestly, in my opinion, I think Casey Thompson gets a stigmatism of ath- of a athletic quarterback, um, dual threat quarterback. He threw for over 9,000 yards in his high school career. The, the kid can good. sling the ball. He also ran for like 1,500 <laughs> yards. I mean, the, he's, he's a true yeah. dual threat quarterback because yeah. he's not going to run at the first sight of, you know, he his first option isn't open. We saw him make reads. Yeah. Like he started off to the left looking at, you know, Joshua Moore and then moved over to the right and threw it to Cade Bruder after he juked the guy out that rushed him. I mean, he's he's more he's more agile than mm-hmm. Ellinger. He's quicker. Mm-hmm. He, he's faster as well. A lot faster. He's just thinner. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Casey still looks like a walking muscle. Yeah. Like I remember pictures surfaced of him his freshman or sophomore year and you're just like that guy's a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he's just yeah. he's, he's a muscular dude, and he's an athlete. He's mm-hmm. an all around athlete. Yeah, and it's it's gonna be fun to see how he progresses and grows. Yeah, and you know, and uh, it, it, you know, the Sark. You know, there's you know the the fan base. I think is split. Mm-hmm. I want to say pretty split on it. There's there's some that are just they were just so dead set on not seeing Coach Herman coach next year that they didn't care. Yeah. Um, and then the other ones are. Seeing what he did at USC his second year when uh, he had some demons just come up and just yep. take him to the ground. And, you know, so they think that's who he is. And, you know, I personally think that that, that builds more character builds, within yes, him. Yep. Because, you know, people, there are many people in life that fail and never, mm-hmm. never, get back never up. make it again. They just, it ruins them. It destroys them. They, they crumble. They, they implode. Mm-hmm. That's all they think about is their failure. I mean, this guy, not only did he build himself back up, but he played in the pros or he was coached in the pros for a couple of years. Then he came and now he has, he has coached three people that garnered Heisman votes. Yep. Now, you know, one of them, in my opinion, is totally on him, which is Mac Jones, yes. the quarterback. Um, you know, Najee's Najee. I mean, running back of Najee that caliber, Harris. you know. But but I also think that his scheming and everything else got Devin. You know, Devin's fast, mm-hmm. but you know, he was like he talks about being underrated, and we kind of talked about mm-hmm. this. Just like, dude, you're you're at Alabama. <laughs> when have you ever been underrated? But he was that filler. Mm-hmm. They had a couple more spots in that class, mm-hmm. and they just took him. He, mm-hmm. he, I don't even think he was a top three hundred recruit. He was probably right outside. But he's just blazing fast mm-hmm. and turns into the first Heisman winner. That, that was a wide receiver since Desmond Howard mm-hmm. in 91. Yeah. That's a long time. That's almost 40 years. <laughs> watching, really watching them, because I don't watch them that much throughout the season. You know, I watch the highlights and things like that because they're just, you know, I watch Longhorns. But watching them against um, a couple of teams, the games I've watched, you know that Desmond or De- Smith is a yeah. Heisman candidate and their number one receiver. 
and yet you'll still four or five catches a game. There'll be nobody in the camera shot no. when this kid catches the football. And it's I'm like, wide open. how can he get that far? It's because of the scheming. Mm-hmm. And, and so that is where the, I look you have to at. run the right play at yeah. the right time. You have to know what the deep. It's like as an offensive coordinator, and don't get me wrong. He could be a bust as a as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Charlie Strong was. Mm-hmm. Charlie, Charlie Strong. I don't know if y'all remember it. Was a great defensive coordinator for Florida. Mm-hmm. He had he kind of inherited a really good Louisville team with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, but he was a great defensive coordinator before he became a coach. And then he just kind of never put yeah. it together at Texas. Yeah. It could be that situation with Steve Sarkeesian. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be. He's got a lot of experience in the Power Five realm. Right. He's never done it in the Big Twelve. I don't think. Correct? No. No. Pac twelve. Pac twelve. But they can throw the ball. Like, Pac-12 slings the ball around. That USC team that played against Texas, the greatest team ever, mm-hmm. he was the offensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken. Or he was an analyst or mm-hmm. something like that. Because there are pictures of him and Pete Carroll on the sideline with their heads set in their hands, <laughs> just blown away at what happened. So I'm I'm cautiously optimistic yes, about it. You know, I And he's too. putting together a good staff. Mm-hmm. He got, who is it, Kyle Flood mm-hmm. from yeah. Alabama, who just got voted as the best offensive line in the nation. Yeah. And he, he's going to come do the same role at Texas. I think he might also have a little bit of a role in the offensive coordinator as well. I think he's going to be listed as the offensive coordinator. But what I'm excited about is that, like, when Coach Herman came here, he came here because he was an offensive guru. Offensive guru, yeah. But when he, this moment he got here, he wanted to not call plays. Mm-hmm. So he brought his offense in, and then he brought somebody else in to run his offense. And, and then he didn't like the way they ran and it, he so he tried like, to take that over. Yeah. This and guy's it, coming it, in with, yeah. this is my offense. This is my offense. I'm going to call plays. He goes, you're going to do all the data and the research and the mm-hmm. game planning and stuff, but and we're going to sit down. But when it comes to, you know, are we passing or are we running? Yep. That's my job. And and so he owns that. So I'm okay with And, you know, it easily can be done because Jimbo Fisher does it. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley does it. Yep. And I think those two are some pretty good coaches. They're all right. Yeah. Decent. I don't like either one of them because they're both on my <laughs> Right. I just threw know, that out there because I knew but, our fan would know exactly who they were. Yeah. No. But, I mean, he's he's putting together good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, he's keeping Stan Drayton. I think that was probably one of the more important yep. coaches to keep on staff to retain him. I mean, he's. He's got a reputation, and he's a dang good recruiter. He got the number one running back in the nation with a halfway decent Longhorn team. Yeah. You know what I mean? He convinced Bijan to come, mm-hmm. which is hard to do. Yeah, like that, you got to be a good recruiter. I'm hoping they keep Brian Carrington. He, yeah. He's a, uh, I think he's head of recruiting coordination mm-hmm. or something like that. Put him in some role. Give him a little pay raise. Keep him on campus because he's that guy. We've talked about him. Mm-hmm. He's the bridge between all the other coaches and the kids being recruited. So... I, I think he's pretty essential to have on this on the staff. Absolutely, and you know, and I think he's a great. Even if it doesn't work out, but keeping Carrington just to kind of get to the team because mm-hmm. he has the team, I think that's important. And yeah. again, I don't know enough about that style. You know, I'm a big fan of of Coach Ash. Mm-hmm. I mean, just I'm a very big fan. I mean, straight Ash, yeah, homie. yeah, straight Ash, homie. And they're talking about you know him going to Florida. That would just make my heart hurt yep. if he did that. I would like to see him stay. Um, you know, but we'll see. Again, it's the, I'm I'm all in. I'm mm-hmm. all in no matter what. I I think this is. I do believe. So when they hired Coach Strong, I didn't deep down believe, mm-hmm. but I, I was all in, and I said I hope this works. I said this could work. I believe that this one will work because I think that yep. you know, Coach, you know, Coach Stark has taken all his lumps, learning and all that, all that stuff from Washington, USC. Human, you know, he, he had to suffer great amounts of humility, yeah. uh, and build himself back up, and he's done that. And he's so, very open about it, mm-hmm. and he, he he's knows. open about his recovery, and he knows mm-hmm. what he was and what he is today, and, and that's he, part yeah. of it. And like, he knows what it takes. Yeah, he knows exactly what it takes. Yeah. So, and also the thing I really like 
you hear Nick Saban talk about because Nick Saban had an interview recently about mm-hmm. what he thought of Steve Sarkeesian and him leaving and stuff like that. Everyone, even Bama fans, are like, "Man, we lost a great coach." Yeah, like Steve Sarkeesian. He he was a great coordinator. He's a great guy. Connects well with the kids. But the thing that I really liked about Nick Saban, he said that Sarkeesian just game plans. He is an ultimate game planner. He dissects his opponent and he knows exactly what they're going to do. And we've talked about it. Those receivers that are open by 10, 15 yards. Mm-hmm. It's because he knows what the mm-hmm. tendencies are of the team that he's playing that week. There's been times Tom Herman has said, oh, no, we're just we're just going into it. It's yeah. like, <laughs> you're not doing any game planning? You're not doing any? It's, there were little things that always kind of bugged me about yeah. Herman, and I don't want to see those yeah. again. And, you know, two years ago, they they went in and they lost. And they lost kind of decisively against Oklahoma. And he's like, you know. We had the same game plan we brought last year. I'm like, really? You brought the same team. game plan to to a Lincoln Riley team who he coaches every single game. Yeah. So you know that I am excited about that. And you know another thing is that I really want people to understand that University of Texas is a football school mm-hmm. because the basketball Not team right now that basketball <laughs> team is destroying people. They oh, man. they beat. They had probably one of the greatest regular season wins that this program has had and that I can remember, I think, in my lifetime. Yeah. And no one talks about it. Nobody. Yeah. Poor they, guys. They, they destroyed Kansas. 25 at points. Kansas, at Kansas. At Allen Fieldhouse yeah. by 26. Yeah. I mean, it, it and that tied was the biggest record That was loss the number ever. three Kansas team. Kansas was ranked number three going into that game, and now Texas is ranked number four for the first time since 2011. Yeah, and they're now a number one seed in the most recent bracketology. It's yeah. it's exciting. It I'm is drinking exciting. that cool a lot. Yeah, I am too. And so Shaka it's cannot all because of the afro, right? Don't cut the hair. You've been listening to the home team with Troy and Colton. We hope you've enjoyed what you heard. If you have any questions, reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at eight five five two nine nine home. And as always, reach out to the Facebook, the home team five one two. And we'll see you next week. Hook 'em horns. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.